You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. Look, I'm a as fan of uh, irreverent and obscene, like, comedy as the next guy. I mean, I loved, loved South Park for the longest time. I say loved because I literally haven't seen an episode in, I think, over a decade now. But that's yeah. like any show. After a while, you're like, enough! Try something new! Is that still on? <laughs> it is still on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but... You know, Dick's the musical. I'm like, okay, a little, uh, like, like on the surface, okay, fine. What is that going to be about? But it's A24. And I'm like, oh, A24, they like to take chances, but often mm-hmm. they have pretty good taste on things. Not this time. <laughs> <laughs> but we have differing thoughts about that with our crew of reviewers here for Dick's the musical. Uh, I am Chris and joining me is Ben, who also got a Dick, uh, cookie. Yes, we did get a dick cookie, and I ate my dick cookie. You downed uh, that dick I, like you were a pro. I, I, man, that, that dick was deep in my throat in no time at all. Uh, Frank? Chris ate a dick. <laughs> I did. Hey, I'm Frank. Not my first dick I've eaten. I've been to some bachelorette parties. Oh, yeah. Really, so. <laughs> there were some dick cookies in my life before now. And also joining us? Harmony. I don't know why I'm here. The Lady Harmony. The Lady here. Harmony. <laughs> because you went to see Dix the Musical. I you to go, signed I, up I to signed see Dix up the Musical. To see Dix the Musical. Because with a name like Harmony, I have to go see all the musicals. And, That's true. Yeah. And I got tricked. <laughs> uh, and this is actually uh, directed by Larry Charles, who's kind of a big deal. He was a yeah. staff writer for Sick, uh, Seinfeld for the first five seasons. Um, and he made uh, Regul- Religulous, Borat, Bruno, and The Dictator. So he's had his name behind some pretty major comedy films not all of which are great but you know some ones that made a lot of money certainly uh, borat being a, a <laughs> national sensation of a film did he direct those or? yes okay. but uh, so it's part of why i was like oh okay this could be a lot of fun and also it's an off-broadway musical called fucking identical twins <laughs> i was like okay uh, uh, and it stars the actual writers uh, and music composers of that i'm like i usually like that sort of thing sure uh, I don't understand how this ever made it to a stage. I really don't. See, um, I, I can see this being like an underground theater sort of thing. I can, this reminds me a lot of British pantomime, and uh, I can I can see like like this being a thing that people go on like on a Friday night to go watch in like some like you know ten person ten seat like theater. Sure, and you know just like because it's raunchy you know bit after raunchy bit for an entire for along entire with scene. like penis puppetry or yeah, something exactly. like that yes, it's like a two exactly. head build thing <laughs> yeah. going on yes. this could be a good show like in Jersey or something like that but I don't think Jersey. it belongs <laughs> <laughs> or Atlantic City Atlantic City man shit yeah. not Jersey over here. Yeah. <laughs> you know. but um, not an A24 musical yeah I mean, the plot here is these you know, the two lead characters slash writers Josh Sharp and Aaron Jackson they 
play two savvy asshole business young businessmen who uh, run in- into each other, become fast friends because they're so similar, and realize there's a reason for that because they're fraternal twin brothers. Identical, identical, identical. 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 Well, totally identical, Chris. Yeah, they're, they're obviously not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they both decide that yes, even the conceit is that they're identical, even though you can clearly go they look they do not Nothing look very much alike. alike um, that they're apparently their parents had when they split when they were babies one took one baby the other took the other one and so their goal is to get them back together the classic e- parent trip. yeah even though nathan lane who's one the the dad has is very openly gay now and the mom megan mulally is just batshit insane yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like so insane. she thinks that she can't remember if she's 92 or 93 even though she's clearly like in her 50s yeah right yeah. and it's Kind of initially, they're like vying for top spot at this company as they both moved into the same location. And their boss is Megan the Stallion, which has a song that for some reason becomes about murdering all men. I'm not, I'm still not <laughs> sure how we got there in the midst of that song. I'm like, wait, where did we, where did, I thought we were talking about business stuff. Oh, uh, well, you know, they got, they, they got time to fill. And like I said, this movie is an hour and 26 minutes and it is the longest hour the and long- 26 It's minutes only I an ever. hour and 26 minutes. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, I yeah, it really is. I oh just my God. felt like I was like, are we on the third hour now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Flower Moon opus. went by so much quicker than this. Well, that was an enjoyable watch. <laughs> yeah, it was. That was, was lighthearted compared to this. And now we have the other side of the and opinion. And I'm the one who didn't hate this movie. Uh, I think it's not, you know, it's not brilliant. It's not like what, as Chris said, like what you expect with A24, where it's like, oh, this should be brilliant. But it's, I had a lot of fun with this because I think it is a, it's a very, you know, a open satire about these types of like 70s musicals about like we're just gonna find who we are be best friends and find ourselves and it's like that's crazy it doesn't really make sense but it's in a good way nathan lane in megan molly i think alone are kind of worth seeing this movie because those two one they're always worth seeing and two nathan lane singing about his sewer boys while his son screamed at him was kind of one of the funniest they they are the high points here because they're the people with the maximum amount of experience doing this stuff is what i'm saying if if anybody had ever wanted to see nathan lane spitting cold cuts into a cage i know yeah if that's on anybody's wish list because for some reason he's got adopted mutant monsters from the sewer that he yeah. loves but they're terrible it's a trauma film in the middle of this musical <laughs> yeah. and i'm like not sure what it's doing Did you like there. that part at least as a trauma fan no i'm not a trauma oh, fan. I thought you were. Oh, no no, no I, i'm I not know. i enjoyed that because it's like it's like okay how could we compete with megan Mullally's character being completely insane which you see some of her insanity is actually a real thing which is even weirder when you get later in the movie like oh nathan lay besides being Oh, you didn't realize I was gay? I, c- I can't imagine how. <laughs> One thing that I did appreciate him, because there are like some little like quips and like one-liners that do work here. Uh, one of the, 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 for me, the only funny parts are the parts that aren't so obvious. Um, yeah. And oh, actually, and one of the things that is, I guess, kind of obvious is that he's he's such a new gay. He's a new. He's a new gay. gay. He's old, but he's like he just he's just like come out, and so. 
he's uh he's trying very very hard to be like that uh, oh i drank a pitch of mimosas and whatnot but he's just so like bad at being gay and, uh, <laughs> you know, i, I can't find humor in that because he's just like yes i'm here well, and i'm you know which you is know, ridiculous it's not, because is, it's is this Nathan the cloak Lane. i Nathan wear Lane. into the sewer yeah, or yeah, it yeah. should be this cloak this is yeah, like exactly this is like meryl streep playing an, an actress finally getting a job on uh, on only murders, murders in the yeah. bill the cloaks and the capes for him are the best when he gets thrown out of the restaurant he's um I had a cape. It's yes. Like, it's like, oh, God, I would give anything for Nathan Lane to shout at me. I had a cape. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think really the, the the thing that made me exhausted here was like, it's just nonstop foulness, yeah. which can be funny if it's isolated or if it's used in a certain way. Like I, I point, I talked to, I think all of you about this point saying that in South Park, the musical, the uncle fucker song is funny because it's just, you've never seen anyone sing a song with that many obscenities in it, yeah. but then right. it's over and it right. just goes back to more of a straight storyline. Here, it's like they wanted to make a whole movie that was just uncle fucker and it gets exhausting after like 15 minutes. Exactly. Right. It's like, I was telling Chris and I'm, I know we're a classy group, so I'm sorry. But uh, this movie, like, it blew its one way too early. Mm. And, you know, it didn't have anything else to do for the rest of it. And it's just like, it's not, it's not, it's not provocative. It's not subversive. No, it's, tr- it's being offensive for the sake of being offensive yeah. and without anything really to say. It doesn't really tell it. a story. Yeah, there's it no. Just, the it, story is kind of parent trap. It's sort of, but in a really foul and disturbing and, but I, it's, I found it unfunny, but I also, I couldn't understand how people in the theater were, were just guffawing, <laughs> yeah. like, like deep belly laughs. I'm like, is there something wrong with me? I'm, I'm curious. No, well. no, it's the children who are wrong. Yeah, you know, like, God help me. I like a good Albert Brooks comedy. Yeah, I don't exactly. Know what yeah. I'm that guy. This was just like, this is just the lowest form of puerile well, trash. Speaking, yeah. speaking of God. Yeah, yeah. We got, we got Bo and Yang, who's just like adding his like. Uh, I kind of, I kind of liked the god up until until he until the became, end. Yeah, until he had, until he comes down I and just, actually performs some stuff. Yeah. You know yeah. how like like a lot of companies make intentionally bad movies that you're supposed to like as bad movies, which I've always been like that works one out of every ten thousand times you do sure. it, right? Yes. Uh, the rest of the time is just annoying and pandering. This is somebody doing the same thing, but with trying to make a cult movie. They're like, yeah, we're gonna make this the cultiest cult movie that ever culted. And it's yeah. like Repo the Genetic Opera or something. Yeah. Where, except yeah. I like that better. Yeah. Uh, but it's still like, guys, you can't just choose to make a cult movie. You know, a it cult never... movie evolves on its own. Yeah. It was, and like... it's just annoying. It, it's so pandering. Someone going, no, you will love this because look how outrageous it is. I'm like, no, <laughs> it, stop. It me, you're talking about that. And that. That reminds me of that. Um, you remember Norm Macdonald played Burt Reynolds and he brought out that big like uh, cowboy hat. Yeah. He was like, it's big cowboy hat. It's funny. That's this movie. That's See, like the mission statement behind this movie. I don't know. I feel like what I think worked for me in the first half, especially was that when it's being so just like the outrageous gross is it's playing up a perfect, like, gay guys making fun of overly macho, I'm an alpha bros, and, like, to the point where, like, then when it comes back around after meeting the two parents is, if somebody says no to you, that just means, yes, you need to try harder. And it's like, and honestly, it's like, kind of, this bit's still working for these guys. I, I admit, like, yes, it changes, but I feel like then they change in the second half from being focused on them being super alpha males or pretending they are to, you know, moving the story. Again, I don't think it's brilliant, but I think I, I accepted where it was moving because they, they, they make sure it transitions how those characters are 
perceived by themselves even by the halfway point. I don't know. I just found there was it was so devoid of nuance. Anything yes. it was trying to say was lost in that. It's like you didn't even try to make this funny. You just like did the most like obvious thing you could do and go, isn't that funny? Look what we're doing. Look isn't how that funny, funny? this is. And, yeah. and the, but there's no actual jokes. No, because <laughs> the alpha male bit is already old by the, by the second scene that they're in. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, yeah, we get it. You're, you're alpha males, but you're really two fucking queens. And it's also, so, yes. you know, it's also, <laughs> con- got it's it. funny and it's the, still funny. They say it in the opening, like scrawl, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like this is played bravely yeah. by two gay guys yeah. so, which was which was like we said is very brave like that was so, that was yeah. the best joke in the in the film right. and that's where that joke should end and but no and now we're yeah. in we're still expected to laugh at the fact that, yeah. they're, that they're two alpha males and let's just, not forget the movie forgets about it at one point it just mm. goes oh okay well that's not even part of the story anymore don't worry about <laughs> yeah. it it just yeah. literally drops the thing the opening scroll tells you is the plot of the movie yeah. at one point because they're like well you know it'd be cooler is if these guys fucked yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and by that point you're, you're like Okay, why not? Yeah, okay, I, you just, already you already don't have me anymore. I, so I was just want to like, fuck, fuck. I was like, let me out of the theater at any time. <laughs> and, and, yeah. I can only imagine it's gonna get even stupider and worse. And in its attempt to offend everyone, <laughs> it uh, it's not it's not offensive. It's only offensive in that that's an hour and twenty four minutes I could have been doing doing something more productive yeah. or watching something I actually enjoyed. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I hated this. Uh, <laughs> I really, really did. The more I think about it, the more I hate it. But. I, <laughs> I'm going to let Frank go first here with his final thoughts. So Chris would let me get out of this review. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was he like, tried. no, sir. If I suffer, you have to yeah, suffer. Yeah, I guess he wanted, he wanted the gay voice on here. Yeah. And so thank just you. Just to be that. sure. I wanted yeah. to be sure it wasn't just me. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah no, just you. <laughs> no, my boyfriend and I went, and he was looking forward to this, and we were there in the theater, and like 15 minutes we were just looking at each other. We're like, no. Just like, no. <sighs> nah, this isn't going to be, this isn't going to be a winner. But we knew, like, people in our lives who this would be for who would who would just embrace it um you know as the gospel and the you know maybe they'll like it um i didn't you know i've said before this this isn't clever it's not funny it's so on the nose it it uh, nobody associated with this movie has ever heard of the rule of three (laughs) (laughs) if it's funny once it's a funny a million times exactly yeah Yeah. it's a you know it's it's normally tallest burt reynolds in a big cowboy hat that's like the level that we're that we're operating with here, um, operating at. And um, I will say I will give some props to Megan the the or the or the, the is the, the. Megan three the Stallion I think because uh, she she's in two scenes and one of them is an extended musical number. Um, she sings a song called "Out Alpha the Alpha," which mm-hmm. I really like and I I listened to twice on the drive over here it's, still, it's the only real notable song on the yeah. yeah but she's a recording artist like it's a music yeah. it's a music video so that's why it's a it's a really fun moment and it's a really fun song um that's it everything yeah. else i mean there's a flying vagina in this thing talking yes. flying vagina, talking flying with vagina. Eyes. yeah <clears throat> i'm just like did you come up with the ideas for all this movie in a spencer's gifts yes oh, exactly. jesus christ they bought one out that was going out of business just like pile their props um but no this this isn't clever. It isn't funny. It's um, it's definitely not a movie to watch sober. And, uh, you know, this will be for people, but it's not going to be for me. So I'm going to go ahead and give this um, five out of ten. And that five really is just for Megan Thee Stallion. Um, uh, gay hookup apps. Because I have a friend in New York who told, when I told him that I was going to go see this, he's like, oh my God, I hooked up with one of the leads on Hinge. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like a couple years ago. And uh, apparently he's really interesting. So, <laughs> I, so, of that, I have no doubt. Uh, five out of ten um, um, gay hookup apps. Well, that is a don't, much kinder number than I would have expected. I don't know. discount it. <laughs> uh, ben? So, yeah, I'm fine with being the only one in the room that didn't hate this. I'm not going out of my way to see it again. It's <laughs> like, it's, I'm not listening to any of the songs on my drive over here, Frank. So I see why you gave it a five. That you're actually for, for, that, for that one song, for Megan Thee Stallion. But no, I enjoyed it. Like, honestly, if like a friend was like, hey, I'm going to have a bunch of people over for like drinks. We're going to watch this movie. I've never seen it. I'd probably go for that. But like, no, I'm not going out of my way to see it again. If you had an interest in seeing it, I think just see it. Like, as Frank said, don't see it sober. But it is it is what you expected from the trailer in pretty much every way. Uh, I'm not going to really elaborate past that because I think it's pretty clear that it's going to be very defi- decisive if you like this or not. Uh, so I personally give it uh, 7 out of 10 cold cuts stored inside a statue's anus. Harmony. Um, I... I really, oh my god! <laughs> I just remember leaving the theater thinking, "What? What the hell? What the hell am I doing?" <laughs> I've been through a lot in this past year. I had appendicitis two weeks ago, and that was preferable. I love your to hair. This. Thank, your thank you. Great. Thank you. You like you. the blonde? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> And Chris made you watch this right after. And then, I would and rather I have appendicitis again, okay. too. I, 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 would, I would rather go back into abdominal surgery than watch this movie again. Uh, emergency. Emergency <laughs> abdominal surgery. Not even the planned fun not kind. Even, not even the planned fun kind, right. Um, I love Megan Thee Stallion. She's, she's awesome. And, you know, I support it most everything she does and like uh, i also like the out out alpha the alpha song that she did it is pretty much like chris said just you know abuse men for the sake of you know they're, they're yeah, terrible but, but sorry she, guys you, you but know, she's fun to watch because she's, she's fun to, but she's fun to watch because she's making the stallion the plot so well it does fit into the plot really <laughs> you know for for what you want to call a plot yeah, exactly. you know, for what there is of it but I, yeah, no, I don't ever want to do this again. Like this is, this was not fun for me. Um, I'm going to give it, oh my gosh, I'm going to give it a three out of 10, that thing over there. No, 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 that one. What that? The? No, that one over there. No, no, just down, down. down, down. down. No, you're not listening to me. It's that one right there. Okay, you know what? Never mind. What a pro. She held that and she delivered she that She delivered notes, that part you know. so well. Uh, yeah, I, as I said, I really didn't like this. And I really went in wanting to like this like crazy. I love a good, a good irreverent musical. Uh, I can like crude humor as long as it's good crude humor. It's like anything else. Like... As long as it's written well, I don't care if it's got, if it's cussing or offensive or whatever. Just give me some jokes that are actually funny. There's just very few actual jokes here outside of, oh, we said a dirty thing. Yeah. <laughs> we did something that'll make people angry. Say it again, say it again, say it again. Yeah, I just, oh my God. And I'm sorry, I really hated both these two leads. They were just like <laughs> the most obnoxious people who every time they think they said something funny, just smirk at you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. look, you see what I said? Do you hear what yeah. I said? You see the thing did I did? I'm just like, 
like, oh my god, it's like a toddler showing me his poop. Uh, and frankly, isn't that all? <laughs> like, uh, I'm down, Megan. <laughs> yeah, this is not for me. I will say that, again, Nathan Lane and Megan Mullally have some moments here where they're kind of funny, but they're given material that I'm like, this is so beneath you. Mm-hmm. God, it's it almost makes it worse that you're in this because you're both, both such talents and you're being forced to do this shit. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give this um, one and a half out of, <laughs> out of ten um, points towards the end of the movie where I got even more annoyed because they wasted Nick Offerman's time with a camera. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean, he was probably... Megan Mullally's ride home anyway. I know. <laughs> so yeah. That's fair. That's She's fair. like, I gotta get out of here. Please take me home. It's like, please come pick me up. Please. Oh, Nick Offerman, why don't you come in here and say yeah. a few lines? Oh, shit. What did you do, Megan? I will say, I appreciated the the bloopers at the end just because you saw how soul crushing it was yeah. <laughs> for, for Nathan Lane to be there. And he says, he's he says like, it. when he's spitting uh, out, he's like, this is what my career has come to. This is what I Of all the, of all the injustices or all the, humiliations in my career of which there have been many this might be my lowest point i wasn't in adam's family (laughs) i I, I left after that i was like i saw him do that and i was like all right this is compounding my sadness (laughs) for this man and i don't even care about the rest of the bloopers i'm not gonna watch them (laughs) i was out uh yeah you would have to pay me like a month's salary to sit through this again yeah (laughs) 